Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, friends beyond the binary, and all my patron peeps watching this live live stream uh, with like a little botches, uh, tiny little botches, like tiny little bubbles uh, drifting on the air to put you to sleep. It's time, patrons, for the show that you support. It's time for Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. Uh, Sleep With Me is made possible by all the hard work uh, by Chris Posty Posterson from Sounds Like an Earful Studios, who edits episodes and does our theme music, Carl W., who edits episodes. Uh, Jonathan Mann is on our lullabies. You can commission a song from him at song.jonathanmann.net. Kenny, Scotty, and Jennifer are on our, on our, on our artwork. I want to thank everyone at Night Vale Presents. You can check out all the amazing shows over at nightvalepresents.com. So I want to thank uh, Eric and the team at Astound who do our websites. I'm at Dearest Scooter on Twitter. Remember to subscribe to the show or use it in our, uh, you can use it in your smart speaker. You can just say, hey, smart speaker, play sleep with me. And speaking of, you know, who's smart. I want to thank the moderators from our listener Facebook group, Stacy and Sarah, Keith and Laura, uh, Julie and Jennifer. And what do you say? We get on with the show. Uh, hey, are you up all night tossing, turning, mind racing, trouble getting to sleep, trouble staying asleep? Well, welcome. This is Sleep With Me, the podcast that puts you to sleep. We do with a bedtime story. All you need to do is get in bed, turn out the lights, and press play. I'm going to do the rest. What I'm going to attempt to do is create a safe place where you can set aside whatever's keeping you awake, uh, whether it's uh, thoughts feelings, uh, physical sensations, weather, changes in time or temperature, travel, maybe a new work shift or the end of a school year, Uh, maybe someone's on vacation or you're anticipating vacation or you're packing. Okay, don't get me started with packing. Whatever it is that's keeping you up, I'd like to help with that. And the way I'm going to do it is I'm going to send my voice across the deep dark night I'm going to use lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders, rusty tangents, a faded sleep dust. Uh, what I'm going to do is try to help. I'm smoothing out a safe place uh, for you to come rest in. And if you're new, which would be uh, if you're a new patron, uh, thank you so much, by the way. Welcome to the Patreon. Welcome to the Patron Club. Uh, a little bit different intro tonight. Uh uh, thank you for supporting the show, whether you're a new or an old listener, but I want to keep it familiar. What I'm going to do is uh, send my voice across the deep, dark night, lulling, soothing, creaky, dulcet tones, pointless meanders. Uh, I'm going to try to help uh, structurally what to expect. Uh, it's like uh, The show starts off with a little, hey, patron message. Uh, then is it the uh, who made the show possible, who worked on the show. Uh, then there's an intro. Usually the intro is around 12 minutes or 11 minutes or 10 minutes. Sometimes they're 15 minutes, possibly 14 minutes. On some occasions, they could be 17 minutes. And I'm not avoiding you 13. You know, they could be 13 minutes. In uh, the intro is kind of a show within a show, as you know, where I try to avoid rhyming ever so. <laughs> yada, yada, yo. Uh, but but it's uh, intro is kind of like a, something familiar, is something new, is something kind. If you're feeling blue, uh, sorry, patrons, I'm doing a little pandering for you. Uh, uh, but really, I'm here to help. Uh, oh no, the intro. So, uh, sorry, patrons, sorry about that. Uh, 
Let me uh, get, let me get back in here. Let me. You know what I should do is just smooth out this safe place. I'm gonna pat it. I'm gonna rub it down. I'm gonna say safe place. Uh, and uh, yeah, the intro is kind of to create that safe place and to remind you of it. Uh, and maybe when you were new, you said, "What? Is, what in the heck is this safe place? What is this? Uh, what is? What is this? What is he up to here?" And I'd say, "Well, I, I'm not exactly sure." But, you know, I, I, not only am I, t- this, believe it or not, you came on the perfect day because not only is this place safe, you know, I'm working on the latest in sleep uh, technology, packable safe places. Yes, yes, finally, a safe place uh, you could, is it, no, not packable like wet nap? Some part of my brain just interjected. Well, maybe. I don't know if a safe place in a wet nap, may, wet naps, we'll have wet naps in the safe place, but I don't know. If, uh, okay, uh, I'm sorry, could I come back to you in a minute? Because I do need some, pa- I was thinking about packing things. Uh, uh, but yeah, the intro is a safe place. And I don't know if you can remember the first couple intros you heard and what you were thinking when you heard it. But now uh, you're a creator, you're a maintainer, you're a contributor to the sustainability of this safe place. I don't know if that makes you feel safer but look at look at this smoothing and padding I'm doing and the rubbing down and the safe placing. It uh, wouldn't be possible without you. Uh, so thank you for that. Uh, so that's kind of the intro. And then usually I try to make a metaphor for the show. And the metaphor, you know, rarely goes, you know, it goes off the rails, as they say. It, I think that's a metaphor of about metaphors going off the rails. Uh, then there's a story. Tonight we'll be running through the Fearless Flyer. Uh, for the first time for patrons only, a little bit like uh, of an experiment here. And uh, like, uh, believe it or not, I forget, I'll, I'll be, the, you know, I'll try to do a Q&A in place of the thank yous and the good nights. Uh, and maybe I'll say, maybe I'll, you know, maybe my nana brain will say, Scoots, can you thank everybody before you Q&A them? And I'd say, well, I don't know if I'll be queuing anyone. They're already kind of in a virtual queue, uh, nana. But uh, I'll, I'll be I'll be I won't be aing anyone. I'll be I'll trying to answer, but I'll try to remember that, Nana. So we'll be doing that. Uh, so we'll be doing talking about the fearless flyer, and uh, yeah. So uh, what was I talking about? So the, like, is the podcast at all like packing? I don't know. I think the podcast is more a, a packing distraction or a preparation distraction, or an unpacking. Those are really uh, at least for me. They could be very loaded things, like uh, like that part of my brain says, "Why haven't you unpacked yet?" Or that says, "Okay, we just walked in the door from the airport. We should unpack immediately." And you say, "Well, like I, I got like I, I would like to sit on the couch in my own mirth or something. I, I don't know if I really want to do any unpacking right now." They say, "Okay, well, uh, like, well, we should unpack everything now. We should let's start doing laundry." You say, "Well, I don't know." And then it would say, okay, well, I guess you could just leave the like luggage uh, on the floor for a few weeks. And I say, maybe, but you're going to get me that if I do that, uh, then, you know, I don't want to go too deep into it. And then there's like the thinking about packing, which I won't go into at all. So I figured with this podcast, well, I guess I didn't even realize it. Like uh, I wanted to create a safe place that's packable. And believe it or not, this uh, podcast is actually retroactively packable uh, because it's in digital form. Uh, 
And so, uh, yeah, it's like, uh, it's, it, I don't know, what is it, should we have it scrunched or fold? It's folded and scrunched. And instead of in a stuffed sack, uh, it's in a stuffing sack, uh, which is actually a sack made of a stuffing-like material, not of real stuffing. But the sack is, like, lined with uh, foam cubes uh, made to look like stuffing and actually infused with a scent of stuffing, lightly infused. So don't worry, your safe place will not smell like stuffing. But it will have, like, a, you'll feel like you're stuffing, like the, the good parts of stuffing. Uh, yeah, so, so yeah, we'll, we're going to take the safe place, we're going to fold it, we're going to scrunch it, we're going to pat it down, we're going to say, safe place, uh, and then we're going to take it and put it in that stuffing sack, uh, and we're, we're going to scrunch it in there, and it's going to be stuffed up against those sweet cubes of imaginary stuffing. Man, it's, okay, I'll admit it, it's manufactured stuffing, uh, but manufactured to, to make your safe place even well, actually, it's just digital. These, this, believe it or not, that's a metaphor. My nana just like uh, she's giving me a look, like her arms are crossed, and she's saying, "What kind of safe place has manufactured stuffing?" And I says, "What, what kind of nana interrupts me when I'm making a wonderfully charming metaphor uh, to remind me that I shouldn't have manufactured stuffing in my stuffing sack, nana? What else would I put in there? Like, I can't put real stuffing in a stuffing sack." Unless it's a sack for bringing, Nana, what about this? What about you and I, instead of going Christmas caroling, we go, we become the the first, this will be the first thing ever, Nana. We'll be stuffing sackers and we'll carry giant stacks of, uh, sacks of stuffing. We'll, we'll place it in stacks and then we'll place our sacks in stacks. And then on Thanksgiving, we'll go door to door with those like big uh, popcorn scoopers, and when people answer their door, we'll 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 uh, we'll slide the stuffing wherever they wish into their hands or into a bowl, and uh, we'll you know we'll 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 call ourselves we'll yeah we'll go door to door with sacks of stuffing, steaming stuffing. You're right, Nana. Oh boy, of course we'll say thank you. Wait, we'll say thank you for them taking our stuffing. Okay, and will the stuffing be so pillowy, Nana? So savory. Oh, it will, Nana. Oh, I cannot wait uh, for that savory stuffing. So sweet. Uh, so nice. Uh, so, Nana, I was going to talk about packing, but now I'm talking about sacking. And uh, it really feels exciting. I cannot wait to pack my sack uh, of stuffing. I'm so glad you uh, you pointed me in the right direction. And... It, to be honest, Nana, nothing could represent the spirit of the podcast more than a door-to-door, than a boy and his Nana going door-to-door uh, with sacks of stuffing, free stacks, no, stacks and stacks of stuffing, uh, yeah, to deliver it. Uh, they, nothing says thank you. And then we say thank you. Nana, I didn't even realize your brilliance till just now that— uh, We'll say thank you on Thanksgiving when we're giving away stuffing. Holy moly, Nana. Ooh, you, Nana, why don't you do this, the sleep podcast? Oh, because you live in my brain and you're imaginary. Oh, I forgot about that part. So you kind of do. So I guess I should give you, I should say thank you, Nana. And I should say thank you 
to all the patrons that are here in this safe place with me now, uh, here in the deep, dark night, supporting one another, uh, supporting the show for millions and millions of uh, listeners uh, over the years, uh, tens and tens and tens of millions of listeners. And the podcast in this safe place wouldn't exist without your willingness uh, to either carry that sack uh, or stack a sack or say, hey, here's here's some uh, money to get your stuffing mixed with. Uh, isn't that nice, Nana? Oh, I should say thank you. I'll say thank you again on behalf of my Nana and I. You know, I really have over these years yearned and I've strived and I've worked very hard but it would not have been possible uh, to keep it a going uh, with, without the support uh, for the stuffing, for the sacks, uh, for everything, really. I guess maybe I'm, I'm not trying to deflect. It's just such a, such a savory metaphor, as Nana said. Uh, so thank you, uh, because you truly, uh, you truly do. You keep this show a going. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the latest uh, in the first uh, episode of Sleepless, Sleepless, Fearless, Sleepless, uh, patron-only broadcast of uh, the Fearless Flyer. And this may be the most recent Fearless Flyer we've ever done. It's June when I'm recording this, and we're doing the May 2018 Fearless Flyer. Usually we're like three or four months behind. And uh, just in case those of you that don't have a Trader Joe's, uh, I want to explain that for everybody. So Trader Joe's is a grocery store. And I always forget what the other, like a food store, a food shop, uh, gross. I don't think it's a grocer because that's usually just a person. Uh, or it could be some other way of using the word gross in a sentence. Oh, yeah, grocer. Is it more gross or is it grosser? Uh, like, uh, truly tasteless, gross jokes or something. Are these jokes grosser? Grosser jokes. That would be a pr- pretty good pun if I could, if I was good at making puns. Um, but so Trader Joe's is a bit like a supermarket. It's just smaller. It carries mostly store brands, which aren't exactly generic. Uh, and sometimes it does carry non Trader Joe's items. But it mostly carries like Trader Joe's branded merchandise, and they are uh, known uh, for just having less choices, uh, but uh, high quality ingredients. You know, kind of catering uh, to, to a certain clientele that uh, maybe says, "Oh, geez, I like things a little bit more healthy or natural." Except that everywhere you turn in Trader Joe's are snacks. And uh, chocolate-covered things and syrupy things. They say, well, wait a second. I didn't know I needed that kind of gummy, but now I do. Uh, So it's a bit like a grocery store. It's just smaller. A lot of jokes are made about uh, how hard it is to move around in Trader Joe's. Uh, How hard it is to park at Trader Joe's. it It isn't quite uh, as expensive. I mean, I consider it at the same price as a regular grocery store. And I always base that on the price per pound of re- just regular coffee. Uh, in this case, uh, Colombian coffee, uh, which is about 5 or four ninety nine, depending on where you're going, like wh- where you live. And so, so it, it, and a lot of other things, they keep their pricing competitive 
you don't have a lot of choices. It is, I think it's, uh, I don't think it's a publicly traded company, but I do know that per square foot, it's one of the most profitable, if not the most profitable uh, grocery store in the world because they pack a lot of things into those square feet and uh, they just, they just do, they do a very good job of that. Uh, uh, so, and yet, I guess uh, at some point, Trader Joe's may have been bought by a uh, b- bigger corporation. Uh, but I, you know, I always get it mixed up because, uh, it, but it does, their marketing and their, I don't know if, I don't, I don't exactly know what company ethos means, but their ethos is one of a, a family feel. They do do a lot of uh, community and local support uh, where their star stores are. Uh, but it's kind of like a family feel. And I just like shopping there. Uh, currently, I like shopping there because, uh, I don't know, I just have, I say, these are the things I know I need. Uh, and then these are the ingredients I might need for meals this week. But as far as like breakfast and lunches, uh, especially during the school year, I say, okay, this is what we're having for breakfasts and lunches. And then I kind of try to figure out what I'm going to make for dinner. They always have a good selection of vegetables and sat like uh, either pre-mixed salads or half-mixed salads. Uh, they don't have a wide selection of, 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 of vegetables. So if you're looking for anything, I think between for the majority of ingredients, and well, we maybe I don't even know if it's in this month's Trader Joe's. Actually, one thing I used to have to go to the supermarket for, they're finally selling there. Uh, so that's a little bit about Trader Joe's, and uh, I, I just like it. And, and uh, I don't know. I mean, I spend uh, it's where the, almost all of my food shopping is done, other than using like a service like HelloFresh or something Trader Joe's might not sell. I have tried to work like a, a, a trip to the local butcher in, um, but I'm still trying to price that out and say, okay, the last time I went, I said, okay, let's see how this handles on pricing. And uh, one of the main ways up at Trader Joe's does their marketing, it, they, do, they don't do any marketing via sleep podcast, so that's why this is a patron-only feature. Uh, but they do have a, a, pay, a, a podcast that they ran recently uh, that I haven't listened to uh, just because I can be a bit of a uh, an old crowfoot or whatever the, the phrase for being S-T-U-B-B-O-R-N is. But it was like about the behind the scenes and some of the corporate ethos or the company ethos, I think. And I heard it was really well done. And I didn't get a chance to find out who produced it, but it maybe is somebody I know. And I mean, I don't know, like the podcasting world's pretty small. So it's like, that's great that uh, uh, they're supporting some production. Um, ideally, I don't know, maybe they did 100% in-house. But if they hired out-of-house, uh, they probably supported some podcasters that make shows on the side. Uh, so it's great that uh, hopefully they're paying some cool pro- podcast producers behind the scenes. Uh, but w- And then they also, uh, like, they do sponsor some uh, NPR s- shows and stuff like public radio. Uh, but their main way of uh, spreading the word about their products in a very unique way, I think, in this time and age, is a fearless flyer, it's called. And it's printed on newsprint, newsprint uh, which is hard to say in a sleep podcast. And it has witty jokes and some witty art, a little bit old-timey feel, and really, really well-written copy, and really entices you 
uh, to buy things, and, and uh, it helps you say, wow, this really looks like a great deal. Uh, but I have also found over the years that it makes uh, for very sleepy uh, analysis. So we're going to dive in uh, to the 2018, uh, May 2018 Fearless Flyer here from Trader Joe's, and I'll kind of offer some thoughts and things uh, uh, as you drift off into dreamland. All right, so here we are on the, the front page here, and it says, as always, free and worth every penny, hardy har har. And it's May 2018, and it says, as in, in May, it'll still be April when we put, put this in the mail. And they say, we make the adventure of shopping inside your Trader Joe's rewarding and fun by landing great prices on outstanding quality products every day. Uh, we're not so great at landing houses. And then there's kind of a picture of a, I don't know, it's a bit of a garden. Uh, it, it's a, it, it looks like a person in a, a, a trolley car with wings landing. Or maybe it's, oh no, it's some sort of uh, balloon contraption. Very interesting flying machine. I'd say it's a flying contraption. Uh, and, and I guess, uh, but they're saying it's a house. It looks more like a trolley car to me. And on the on the front page here are two products I do have, uh, one of which I think is still unopened, is uh, just mango slices. And they say, uh, we weren't messing around when we named this product just mango slices. It's just mango slices, nothing else. Uh, you can find slices at Kent, Hayden, K-E-I-T-T, Eight uh, or Altolfo mangoes inside the bag, depending on the season. Unsulfured, unsweetened mango slices. So I do have those uh, for one time when I say, oh boy, do I need some unsweetened. Like I did buy them on impulse or figuring at some point I would have them. Uh, but like the, the, usually with uh, dried fruits, I tend to put them in the back of a cupboard and forget about them for a few years. Uh, and I, I did, I did clean out uh, one of my cupboards recently and there were some Trader Joe products and I did have to, 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 we'll talk about it if similar products come up. Now, the other product on the front page is peanut butter cups. And I highly suggest these come in like a, um, uh, like a plastic container about the size of, um, a takeout container and they go really good in your freezer and they are excellent, excellent. They're smaller peanut butter cups, I think. Let's see what it says here. Uh, these may be the ones that actually come in a bag. Let's see. Our intrepid product development folks uh, scour the world looking for the next big thing. Uh, year after year, uh, Trader Joe's uh, pepper, uh, peanut cups. How about peppermint cups already? Uh, they're a favorite among customers and crew. Uh, they come in both milk chocolate and dark chocolate varieties. And uh, in head-to-head competition, dark, dark chocolate takes a win. Well, here's a question, Trader Joe's. Uh, how about you, uh, like, let us know the, the cacao content or whatever, you know, so then we could, at least then we'll feel better about eating the dark chocolate ones. We'll say, well, that's got some antioxidants in there. Uh, when you compare them to the national brand, uh, We'll bet on them any day. And they kind of talk about the ingredients and stuff, but three ninety nine for 36 cups in a tub. 36 cups in a tub. That sounds like the beginning of a Sleeve With Me episode. 
or a, like a childhood poem, 36 cups in a tub. One went glub, glub, glub. The other went rub-a-dub-a-dub. Uh, and finally a cup rubbed my nub. Uh, I have a nub on my head. Not, um, and and uh, so three ninety nine. that's a definite buy. And according to them, 11 cents a cup. Uh, that's a big deal for a small treat, according to Trader Joe's Frequent Flyer. So that's the opening page. Uh, then they have Argentinian red shrimp. Now, I'm allergic to shellfish, so I don't eat shellfish. Uh, but uh, they're from the wild, icy waters of Patagonia. And they suggest cooking them with their chili lime seasoning blend, which I love the chili lime uh, seasoning blend. The only issues are I live in a low-humidity area, and I'm not the best at uh, recapping my spices airtight always. But I do notice... Uh, especially with a lot of um, uh, lime products that attempt to be shelf-stable, that they can coagulate or whatever you call that in the uh, jar. And so, uh, like, you have to, I mean, I do tend to use this seasoning uh, pretty often. It's chili lime seasoning blend. It does have a a high sodium content, uh, but that really helps add the seasoning. Uh, but so that's only, I guess if you're listening, Trader Joe's, uh, I don't know. I guess I'd rather you not figure it out because they say, well, it's probably good that it's coagulating. It means it's fresh. Uh, teeny tiny avocados. I haven't bought these, but I've seen these flying off the shelf. Uh, so, um, like every time I'm there, like I see people buying these teeny tiny avocados and they're two sixty nine for a bag of six. I just, like, I have an issue with tracking my avocados, so I try to just buy one or two. I like to get them when they're really ripe uh, and then use them that night or the next night. And also a great thing if you're using avocados and you're trying to make a quick guac, that chili lime seasoning is great. Also, fresh lime, obviously. And then Trader Joe's has, like, a 21 seasoning saute or something which is good to put a little bit of that in your guac because it has some chili and it has some uh, garlic powder. Uh, so just a, a quick inside tip. Uh, next, uh, and I don't know if anybody's reading along at home with their own fearless flyer. That'd be pretty wild. Uh, uh, next up is an organic tomatillo roasted yellow chili salsa. And this is not tomatillo heavy. Yeah, but it has, uh, I don't know if I've had this, roasted yellow chilies. Uh, they do have a, a pretty decent uh, green tomatillo one. Uh, so I'll check this out, Two forty nine a jar. Again, like as a one-and-a-half-person household, I, I, like a jar of uh, like a, like a, uh, salsa, I kind of no, don't always use because I don't eat a lot of chips. Uh, so it's like if I'm putting it on like a, a dish, I'm only going to use a quarter of the jar. It is good for making like a red rice, um, like a Spanish or Mexican style rice. But then then I have to kind of schedule out like how many days in a row I have rice and chicken for lunch. Um, but I guess that's what you could use is use half of it or a quarter of it for a meal, a couple meals with those teeny tiny avocados. And then, you know, use the rest or you could use it, you know, uh, like whatever, deglazing the plant, plant pan or whatever the heck they call that. Uh, they also have an interesting, uh, actually Night Vale-esque picture of a tomato or a strawberry with an eye. 
And it says, I spy, E-Y-E, spy, small synonyms, uh, snacks, protein, natural fats, four pyramids, whole two, three, five, four fruits, penny, no added sugar, and awesome values. And I don't know what that means. So maybe that's some kind of sub- subconscious marketing. Then the handful of raw almonds, uh, uh, 13 bags of almonds inside a bigger bag. And it's just a handful of almonds. I say, why don't you freaking just buy a bag of almonds? Come on, Trader Joe's. Uh, I have bought the mini bags of uh, trail mix for my daughter, so I don't know why I'm saying come on. And, of course, she doesn't like trail mix. Uh, I said, well, I guess I then I ate them at my lunch works for a while. But I would say, come on, Trader Joe's. So, like, just I, I guess you got to, you know, you got to make buck, but. Okay, here's a good one. This is always a winner. Uh, jumbo pitted, especially when I try to pronounce it, is uh, a jumbo pitted Kalamata olives. I think I got that on the first try. A 12 ounce jar, two ninety nine. These are really delicious uh, olives. Uh, really uh, dark, and they have a great flavor to them. Uh, versus the traditional green olives, they're great on pizza. This is straight from me, not from the copy. Good on pizza, salads, with uh, like making a Greek chicken, uh, or just to flavor like a you know a chicken you're already making. Uh, let's see what else. So that's what I say strong buy. Uh, they have organic Persian cucumbers. They also have regular ones. Uh, the organic ones are two forty nine. These are great in kids' lunches. Uh, great for a quick. I don't peel them, so I'll chop them and add them to a salad. Uh, they do not, they, they do, you do have to use them. I would say you got to use them in four days. And if they're bruised, uh, I would get them out of the container and put them in something else. Um, because they go fast and you can't just eat them like a snack. Like if you're, especially if you're striving, you say, well, let me consume a little bit more vegetables. If you put two of those in your lunch, you could just eat them like a pickle, uh, but it's a cucumber, um, and this, you know, it's has, you know, it's got water and stuff in there. So uh, a strong, strong buy on those small cucumbers. Uh, let's see. This is a joke. Oh, they do have, uh, if you have that coffee thing with the K cups, they do have uh, electric buzz coffee cups for five forty nine. Uh Aldi has those. That's where my parents get their coffee cups is at Aldi. Uh, then they have organic sweet chicken sausage. And I like this, like no offense to Trader Joe's, uh, but when you get into the, um, like this is something that is an art is grinding sausage. So just, if you're going to get Italian sausage, um, like, uh, you, you should go to a butcher or like, like a meat market, um, and I just never, as much as I like have uh, Trader Joe's, uh, whatever rose colored glasses or basil colored glasses in their case, um, like, uh, Italian sausage, uh, I mean, one of the better Italian sausages in the town I grew up was at a German butcher, uh, and, and then the other one was at an Italian butcher, but, um, it doesn't really matter. It, it's just a, it's just a bit something, but just trust me, uh. I mean, you could get these if you're going to use it in a sauce-heavy dish and you're just using it to have some sort of protein in there. 
uh, but I can't give a strong, I can't give a strong buy. Like I give a last minute buy, but then I would say if you're going to do a last minute buy, you're better off buying like a pre-cooked smoked sausage from Trader Joe's because it's going to make your prep easier anyway. If, if you're, because Italian sausage also, especially a chicken Italian sausage, you're going to want to take some time uh, to really uh, va-va-voom it, you know? Okay, next up is crumbled feta. I don't I don't dive into crumbled feta except at restaurants. Uh, and so I don't know. I don't really use a lot of cheeses on my salads just because it's work. I say, okay, uh, I just have a salad with already the vegetables and some dressing. Uh, that's a bit of work. Okay, here's the buy. Okay, everybody stop what you're doing unless you're asleep. Uh, and this is the buy of the season. So get over to your Trader Joe's because I'm not kidding at all. I've bought three of these so far, and I have intentions to buy two or three more unless uh, somebody tells me. Uh, it's uh, $12.99 for orchids, uh, and they have uh, a bunch of different ones. They also have different price points uh, in their own uh, pot. Uh, so, I mean, I don't think I don't know if the pots are plastic or ceramic, but twelve ninety nine for orchids, and I just read an article. I can't say it's actually factual because I didn't look into it. That says that orchids release oxygen at night. I don't know if that's a fact though. But really, like an easy way to beautify a room, uh, to pray a prayer for a, a guest or for a housewarming gift, uh, if you repackage it, of course. And uh, twelve ninety nine for orchids. You know, give yourself a, a gift. Uh, you say that's nice to look at. Uh, and for people like me, it's like that flower's going to be there for a while. Uh, orchids really don't need that much attention, except, you know, to talk to it and say, hey, uh, I have uh, a white with uh, kind of maroon undertones and then a darker uh, magenta one and then a mini one. Um, so that's the buy of the season there. Uh, orchids, Trader Joe's, good, like a. Uh, Probably not. Probably if I look into it, bad idea. But uh, for now, buy your orchids. Okay, then they have uh, USDA choice premium Angus steaks, uh, ribeyes. I have bought these there. Uh, they're they're cheaper than at the butcher. I don't know. I guess I, I'm at the point with steak that it's like I don't eat steak that often. I do like steak and mashed potatoes. So does my daughter. So occasionally... That is a good last-minute dish if you're at Trader Joe's and you still have to make dinner. And you say, oh, I don't want to make dinner. I don't have anything to make, but I'm hungry for something like uh, like steak and potatoes with, like, some broccoli. It's a nice dinner you could pull together pretty simply. Uh, but otherwise, I say, well, maybe a steak's better off at a restaurant that does steak well. Because even I... Like, uh, you just have mixed results with steak. And if you're paying $13.99 a pound, you say, yeah. Uh, here's one I haven't tried. Red Refresh Herbal Tea. A zingy, zesty blend of flowers, herbs, and fruits. Uh, rejuvenates without ca- caffeine. And that looks cool. I still have a ton of, uh, the listeners were kind enough to send me tea. And they still have about two years' supply of tea. But that does sound pretty cool. Okay, so here's where the the uh, Fleerless Flyer marketing works, because I wasn't even aware of this. I'm putting it on my shopping list, is uh, a Carrot Jinjo Miso Salad Dressing. It's a new lineup, uh, a one of three in a lineup of new dressings. And I usually like to make my own um, 
dressing, you know, salad dressing. It's just easier, and, uh, you know, you can make it with two or three ingredients. But I do love these carrot miso salad dressings, like when I get them at a restaurant. Uh, so I'm going to try that. So that's on my possible list. Uh, let's see, sweet corn, basil, and burrata ravioli. Uh, probably just and that, that one's too many ingredients for me. I say, okay, uh, probably won't be going there. Uh, but I do, uh, uh, that real-time recipe episode from a few years ago, uh, I do have that. If I'm going to buy it, uh, like uh, a packaged fresh, fresher uh, tortellini or something, that's what that's what I'll make. Here's a blast from the past, and Don Quixote's favorite, uh, almond windmill cookies. They even have a picture of uh, the back of Don Quixote. I do remember these cookies as a kid. I don't know if I'm in a hurry to buy them. It does say buttery and shortbread, like, though. All topped with almonds. Uh, these would be good for, uh, I think, like an ice cream sandwich uh, or just a half, like an open-faced. How come no one says open-faced ice cream sandwich? Uh, I think this would be good for an open-faced ice cream sandwich. My stomach is rumbling with that. Okay, here we go. Scoots Can Predict Things is a chili lime seasoning blend, uh, $1.99 for a 2-ounce, 2.9-ounce jar in their spice section. Uh, Spicy but not too hot. Even kids will eat. I mean, my daughter, she doesn't, she's grown to like stuff slightly spicy, but she'll eat that. So, and it really does add a little zing to things you might, if you didn't take the time, like you're making some chicken breast or what did I use it on recently? There was something that I, oh, I use it with sardines, uh, actually. Like, uh, you drain the sardine can, put them on a plate, put the chili lime seasoning blend on and eat it with crackers. And there you go. There's your uh, uh, cold water fish for lunch. Um, so, also, Trader Joe says, to prevent bur- burger-to-bun balance, uh, uh, make sure you press a dimple in the center of your burger. Uh, they also have organic grass-fed ground beef. I do, like I said, I can taste the goat and goat's milk and goat's milk cheese. Uh, I do, like, uh, I say if you're going to make a grass-fed burger, if you like grass-fed meat, and I know it is very uh, appealing for a lot of different reasons, um, I usually would go 50-50 with something else um, to kind of, like, uh, it just to find it a bit, it's not gamey, like it's different than that gamey flavor, but it has its own flavor. So just to try it out first, falafel mix. I haven't tried this. Um, I would say I'm, I prefer my falafels at a, at a, uh, at a restaurant, uh, um, or a food truck just cause anything in that fried territory, I prefer my deep frying to be in the hands of a deep fryer. Uh, organic boneless and skinless chicken breast strips. Uh, this seems like they're doing a little bit of the work for you. So that's a uh, six ninety nine a pound. I would say, uh, hmm, you know, it's like, uh, uh yeah, I, I'd say, like, I, I don't know. I, I prefer like, uh, if I'm making chicken to either make a whole, like make a half chicken or a whole chicken, uh, Trader Joe's, I don't know if they'll come up here. They do have some what are the spatchcocked uh, chickens. Or, you know, mix it up. Make sure you have some thighs with those breasts. I mean, chicken breasts by themselves, I think a mix of breasts and thighs just adds, uh, just makes it more tasty. 
They have Caroline Gold barbecue sauce, which I've tried before, uh, and I do find it pretty good. Uh, but uh, so that's like a, it's a good barbecue sauce. It's just, again, I don't always like, it's like you use a little bit of it and then you put it in your fridge. Uh, broccoli and kale slaw, uh, that's a salad kit. And I have used it, and it is pretty good, especially if you're like, uh, if you have, if you're really rushed, you could buy their cooked chicken and mix it in there, and then you're good to go for like showing up at somebody's like a picnic, or just for a nice dinner. Uh, this I've seen, CD almond salad topper, and this is kind of something I pitched on that salad episode, the real time recipe salad episode. Is like make your own shaker, or like a jar with salad toppings. Uh, but this has uh, roasted pepitas, uh, like uh, shelled pumpkin seeds, uh, g- generic white and black seeds uh, with an almost oniony flavor, yeah, crushed red pepper, almonds, and it does sound like a nice mix uh, to put to put on, you know, to, to add to your dinner. Okay. That also, Trader Joe's like has a lot of uh, if you indulge in uh, beverages like. Uh, they have tons of options, so that that's like a like I can't to, to get too deep in there. Uh, so they have a couple pages with their wines and things uh, that you could look at. Here's something I have not heard of: cauliflower gnocchi. They're putting cauliflower in everything these days, and uh, this is no different. Uh, they're made. Of, they do still have mashed potato flour and egg. I know that's traditionally. This one's 75% cauliflower with cassava flour, potato starch, and olive oil and salt. Uh, no wheat, dairy, or eggs included here. So that's good news, and it's half the carbs. I do find, I, I used to buy it like the Trader Joe's gnocchi a lot, uh, the potato gnocchi. It was a little bit dense um, because it was uh, shelf-stable. Oh, they have Bon Me inspired noodle bowl. How much is this? Four ninety nine. That sounds pretty good for a lunch. I don't know if uh, ten ounces is lunch size. Uh, but that sounds pretty good. Uh, I love Bon Me sandwiches. So here's something I may not even be able to pronounce: G I A R D I N I E R A. Giardineria. Uh, it's, uh, it's made for us in Turkey where families take a colorful mix of garden vegetables and jar them in vinegar for a tangy, crunchy condiment. Oh, that sounds pretty great. Yeah, I'll have to try that. Uh, so jarred vegetables in vinegar as a kind of antipasti mixes well with greens, pasta, salad, pizza, Here's one that's hot. If you if you subscribe like at HelloFresh or any other thing, it's just Shishito peppers, and uh, they're uh, like there's a lot of different ways to pre- prepare them. I think I've eaten them just like washed them and eaten them. Uh, they're chili peppers, and they I think they were hot like a year ago. And I don't mean I mean hot off the market. Uh, here's chickenless mandarin orange morsels. Uh, after a bit of hiatus, they're back. A customer Choice Award. Let's see what's... Uh, because they aren't chicken, but a chickeny brand of soy and crispy breading. Uh, so there you go. Three twenty nine every day. Organic uh, tropical fruit blend is... Uh, 
uh, pineapples, mangoes, strawberries, and bananas. And, uh, yeah, I guess that's like, uh, oh, they're in the freezer though. I think that probably is good for a summer smoothie. Maybe I've bought that before. I don't make, I haven't made a smoothie. Chimichurri rice, uh, or chimichurri, chimichurri, uh, which is a popular, uh, flavor. Uh, so pre-cooked rice, usually I say, well, cause I make my rice in the, um, Instapot. I don't, I don't really have to like making rice in an Instapot is so easy and good. Uh, you don't really need to buy pre-cooked rice. Uh, soyaki sauce. This is popular. Um, it's Trader Joe's soyaki sauce. And, uh, I, and, uh, it's, uh, good for like a teriyaki soy, uh, t- type dishes. I've never mastered that style of cooking, uh, comparatively to like getting a teriyaki chicken in a, a sushi restaurant in a bento box, uh, but it, it is a good deal, two ninety nine. Uh, fresh and crisp sugar snap peas is a cross between English peas and snow peas, and uh, you'll find them in the refrigerator produce section for two two forty nine. You should wonder. Let's see how you serve them. Uh, quick rinse under cold water. Uh, they're great raw, but some people for, prefer them lightly steamed. And uh, that only makes the color brighter. Yeah, the sugar, good peas are always delicious. I think those are sugar snap peas are really good. Uh, here's Trader Joe's marshmallows, two ninety nine. I just had to, so this will go to my uh, shelf cleaning. I was cleaning some shelves in a closet, and I came across a bag of Trader Joe's mini marshmallows uh, that was opened. And hadn't been used in years. And I said, how long are open marshmallows good for? And then I said, what kind of person asks themselves that question? Please throw them away. And I said, we'll probably use them at some point. And then that other part of me said, please throw them away. Like, uh, how much do Trader Joe's marshmallows cost? Two ninety nine for a 10-ounce bag? And I said, but we already have these marshmallows here. They're perfect. And they said, the marshmallows have been open for at least two years, Scoots. Please throw them away. And so I did. Uh, but if I want to restack, I could do it. Uh, these marshmallows are two ninety nine for a one-ounce bag, and uh, they use vegan ingredients, no gluten or gelatin, uh, like commercially available marshmallows. Uh, deliciously different for your s'mores or whatever you choose, uh, Rice Krispie Treats. Uh, they have mixed rose bouquets, so if you're going over to dinner for somebody's house, uh, $9.99. Wait a second. What is this? Uh, uh, key lime tea cookies. Those sound good. Uh, uh, bigger than a bite-sized cookies, blended and baked in small batches by a southern uh, bakery. Uh, like any self-deprecating tea cookie, a good crust on the outside, light and airy on the inside. Uh, those sound interesting. And then they have a campfire s'mores bar. I've seen this, not inter- like I'm not even interested in talking. I say make your own, make some s'mores. Uh, it looks like uh, what what a like incompetent evil scientist would make a s'mores bar. Uh, so no offense, Trader Joe's, but make you know, for, come on. I thought you were about supporting people and not about saying, you know, give me a break. But here's a flavor of summer: Trader Joe's saltwater taffy, one ninety nine a bag. 
another thing I threw out uh, when I cleaned out my closet. I think it was like they had um, they had a this one. Oh no, this is the one: cherry, strawberry, banana, red licorice, sour apple, and watermelon. I bought it as a treat for my daughter uh, to have like one or two pieces of taffy for desserts. Then she got braces, and they sat there, and uh, they've been si- they've been sitting there for a long time. So uh, they had to go because they got melted. I think I talked about it in another podcast. Like one of my um, one wall in my kitchen goes up against the laundry room of my apartment building, and so if somebody's doing a lot of drying, like the candy can get melted, and especially for some reason only if it's open to. Uh, uh, cookies with frosting. I've seen these frosted uh, Trader Joe's frosted sugar cookies, and I've been tempted to buy them. Uh, but there's ten cookies in a box, and I say, Scoots, come on, buddy, don't do it. Uh, especially when you get frosted cookies in a store, uh, it you're le- it's normally disappointing. They're either too dry or too crumbly, or the frosting is too manufactured. Like there's some kind of uh, some sort of stabilizer in there or something, and you say, it's not the same. But they have, like, sprinkles in there, and they're pink. So I say, well, make me feel festive or something. And they got those sprinkles. And I say, don't buy them, please. Uh, No Way Way is uh, protein powder. I haven't never tried that. Uh, Soft pretzel stick, uh, 99 cents. I don't. I guess if you had some sort of melted cheese, that'd be pretty good. Uh, but you really need some sort of melted cheese, in my opinion, to have a pretzel stick, and then uh, then you're dipping a pretzel in cheese. You know, you might as well do that in the uh, in the bathtub. Kitchen towels. This is a good buy. Five ninety nine for three kitchen towels. These are nice kitchen towels. They have a nice selection of colors. I have red ones. I've thought about getting another uh, set, but I don't. Um, CoQ10, that's a supplement. I don't um, but uh, two ninety nine. Uh, peanut butter flavored dog treats. Um, these are three forty nine, and I do buy these sometimes. They're whole wheat flour, oats, molasses, and Co does like them, but she likes pretty much any treats. So it's like uh, I try to get her the more uh, meat based treats and the um the grain-based treats, because, you know, her food's already grain. She says, come on, would you freaking give me something softer, like I can pretend I'm eating jerky. Uh, organic argan oil. I bought this, I'll be honest with you, this was a disappointment, because I bought it on an impulse. They said, oh, I, I think I read about it. I said, argan oil, what's that? Uh, and they said, it's good. And I said, oh, maybe my daughter could use it in her hair or something. Uh, yeah, smoothing into wet or dry hair. I said, maybe, a, a, you know, instead of a bomb, I could start rubbing uh, argan oil on my uh, elbows and kissing. If I'm going to kiss my shoulders, uh, you know, I could have argan oil on there. And then I bought it, and usually, like, I buy a lot of sparkling water. So I use a wine box, and I put the argan oil in the wine box, took out the sparkling waters, and I recycled the argan oil. Or whatever, however you say, argin, argin, argin. You say argin, I said, what are we, are we argin about argin? Is sunscreen SPF 50 spray. I tell you what, this was on trade or uh, uh, Consumer Reports, uh, best sunscreens that you can get in the U.S. Uh, 
uh, list. So, uh, and we do use it. Simply Nutty Bars. That's like my middle name, Simply Nutty Bars. That would be my, if I had a, if there was a team of me, if we were singers, like, uh, we'd be, what is that? A trio of singers would be Simply Nutty Bars. Uh, sorry about the singing patrons. Uh, but I, I, I do, do, I do buy these, um, to try to get my daughter have it as a snack for her lunch, and she doesn't. And I don't, I'm not a big snacker. Uh, so, um, yeah, it's just funny to say, though. Simply nutty bars. Okay, we got to dig deep here. Chili lime chicken burgers. These are frozen, and uh, uh, this is a recommend uh, because you don't just have to have it as a burger. Like, it's a, a pre-made patty with the chili and lime flavoring, and it's really good. I think they even say this, like, you could, for a quick dinner where you're trying to make a kind of a whole dinner instead of ordering something. And you could just chop it and put it on a salad, or you could put it in some tortillas if you have uh, taco toppings. Or you could eat it, you know, you could eat it with rice. Uh, very versatile uh, frozen patty that's already flavored. Uh, so you don't have to worry about that aspect of it, uh, and easy to make. Ahi tuna steaks. I have not had a lot of success with the frozen, uh, fish other than like a tilapia at, uh, Trader Joe's. Um, uh, so, I mean, they're fresh fish. Uh, I, I, I do have, um, if, they, if it's wild and f- fresh, I'll try to buy it. A uh, whole pineapple to two ninety nine. You know what that sounds like to me? A whole lot of work, uh, or a whole lot of getting poked by pineapples. Uh, I like pineapple, but not that much to buy a whole pineapple. Uh, even if I was going somewhere and they said, "Oh, this is a party," but it's bring your own pineapple only if you've cut. I'd say, "Well, I can't come then." Yeah, we. You can't. You have to chop your cut up your own pineapple, and you can't buy buy pre chopped pineapple. Well, no. So you can only come to this party if you've bought a pineapple and cut it up yourself. I'd say, sorry, no way. And they say, well, it takes only like four minutes to cut. Sorry, nah, I'm not going to be there. No, really, just takes four slices to cut up your pineapple. No, I said, sorry, I, I won't do it. Uh, I just associate, I say, pineapple's nice to look at the way it is. Uh, and I'm happy to eat pineapple someone else has prepared. But uh, it's just a thing. It's just a thing. I don't. I don't know what to tell you. Let's, what does this say? Uh, can we par Lano? Uh, oh, yes, Trader Joe's says. Uh, uh, this is, I guess, is some sort of pepperoni pizza. Hmm. Uh, with multicolored bell peppers and onions. Wait a I might have to go Trader Joe's right now. Uh, pizza, Trader Giotto's Pizza Parlano. Uh, that does sound good or good. It's uh, 11 inches uh, for four ninety nine. Uh, barbecue chicken teriyaki. I think this is frozen. I've never bought it, but it does, like, their orange chicken is, like, one of their biggest hits. Uh, this is not um, breaded. It's a leg meat, um, so it'll have good, tender, and flavorful on rice. Probably easy to prepare, again, if you're wanting to cook at home. I mean, frozen, pre-flavored chicken. I don't know what, you know, it's, it's, and then you just get some brown rice going. Uh, salted caramel gelato. I did buy this, but it never, the container never got finished. And probably that was over eight months. Again, I'm not, uh, 
I do like ice cream and stuff. Uh, but, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. If you like salted caramel, I'd say give it a try. Uh, 549. Sweet and salty granola bars. I thought we already covered that. Was that sweet and salt? And I, I guess I was talking about sweet and salty nuts instead of uh, sweet and salty granola bars. Oh, simply, they have two ones. I guess I was out of my mind. I was going simply nutty because uh, I don't know if I've had simply nutty bars. I have had sweet and salt, salty granola bars. Yeah, so those are uh, those are pretty good. Uh, a bit like a lighter version of a Cliff Bar, but my my daughter doesn't like them. Uh, Fresh Trade Bolivian Coffee. I haven't tried that. Seven ninety nine. Uh, probably good free trade. So that's good to know. Um, give that a shot. Oh, dozen mock macaroons. Uh, or macaron. I just did an episode of um, the Good Place where I talk about the difference between. A macaroon and a macaron, uh, a macron or whatever. Uh, and uh, these are macrones, I think. Yeah, apricot, fig, coconut, salted caramel, lemon, and pistachio. Uh, so you have that to look forward to one day uh, on, a, on an upcoming um, Good Place episode when I t- discuss what's the difference between a macaroon and a macron and what, you know, what's up with that. Okay, um, organic fruit and seed granola. I don't know if I bought this. I did buy something else, and my daughter did not like it. Uh, I'd say any, like, uh, I don't know if she's just not a fig fan. Uh, and I have a couple of granolas I already like. I, I like their almond butter granola, and then they have, like, a peanut butter protein granola. That's pretty good. Uh, Turkish apricots, uh, I wonder if these are dry, dried or uh, fresh. Uh, Sixteen ounce bag, four ninety nine. Uh, that sounds pretty good. Oh, here's another one that I recently delved into that I don't think I've had a chance to talk about. Is that uh, Trader Joe's has their own chocolate milk now, which is both good news and bad news. Uh, like I already had to wean myself off of it, so that's the good news. It's whole milk, and uh, it's three ninety nine for a half gallon. Which it's like okay when you start to start to run the numbers uh, after you go through your first gallon of it you say scoots uh, we could just do this ourselves it does have a more unique cocoa type flavor than other store bought chocolate milks so it is pretty good and I was actually using it like you talk like a lot of people talk about this yellow milk or this night milk uh, some uh, celebrities are drinking. Uh, which is like a turmeric, uh, cinnamon, uh, like milk uh, that you simmer uh, for your bedtime drink. And I said, well, what if I did that with chocolate milk? And so I was doing that for a while, is uh, taking the Trader Joe's chocolate milk and simmering it with a little bit of uh, uh, cinnamon, uh, nutmeg, and turmeric or turmeric or whatever, and it's pretty good. It's just like, okay, I'm drinking a whole milk that has like a, like that's a, a dessert milk basically. Cause chocolate milk is a, yeah. So, so it was good. And I also, you can also make the night milk with, um, uh, instant cocoa powder and it's just as good. It's just, it's also not that great. You know, you say, okay. Uh, or you, like a lot of the celebrity articles I've read, uh, people are making it with all milk alternatives, 
but for me, it's like I want to treat a little bit. So, and actually, cocoa powder, like pre-mixed uh, instant uh, chocolate milk or hot cocoa, it does tend to have a little bit less sugar than chocolate milk. And uh, you, I did go through like a bunch of packets that had been in my cupboards for years. Um, and again, I just was like the idea of like uh, I started to think, okay, I'm not sure my body needs milk at bedtime. Uh, so that's a little bit about chocolate milk, almond chocolate and cashews trail mix. I do have this one and it is very good. Uh, and I have enjoyed it, it has just the right amount of chocolate, uh, to, uh, help. Um, and, uh, really, really enjoyable, uh, English coastal cheddar. That's probably good for the cheddar, like a beer cheddar soup or a bacon cheddar soup. Uh, it sounds delicious. Uh, uh, gluten-free crisp bread. I'm not laughing at that. What I'm laughing at is Aged goat gouda from Holland. Uh, that might be my favorite use of alliteration. Goat gouda. I would like to have that as a nickname, maybe. I'm the goat gouda. Who, who's that with Buddha? Oh, that's goat gouda. Uh, it's a uh, sentient block of goat's cheese, a gouda. It's just walking around Buddha. Uh, you know, by the way, if you, if you get close, uh, goat gouda is excellent with fig and olive uh, crisps which do sound delicious. I've never tried them. Uh, but they sound really good. I actually faking olive crisps. I just, again, I'm not a consumer of, uh, s- uh, snacking in that way. I do. I said, I would like to be at the place where I could have, uh, a cheese and crackers, but it's just not, not sustainable. I don't think the way, way I consume things. Okay, so let's see here. We got a Trader Joe's lemonade stand, about 34 cents a glass. Again, you know, I, I'm someone that doesn't, who won't uh, carve his own pineapple. But I say, hey, make your own lemonade already. Because uh, it's kind of easy. You just make simple syrup and then, uh, which is re- actually real, it's easier in my mind than carving a pineapple and coring it. Uh, but it probably isn't. But it is just sugar water. And then you, uh, Squeeze your own lemons, which you can also use in your salad dressing. Uh, we have shredded mozzarella. Uh, that is like a good for certain things. I don't recommend it for pizza because it is part uh, skim, and you could get a whole milk mozzarella and shred it yourself, um, which is just going to make a better pizza. Sprouted whole grain pizza crust. That sounds like an interesting test. Uh, pre-baked, so ready to go. Two crusts, three ninety-nine. Uh, uncured applewood smoked bacon, $4.99. Uh, that's pretty good. Trader Joe's bacon does, uh, is quality. Uh, organic turkey breast is, uh, $4.99 a pound. Uh, Trader Joe's luncheon meats are okay. And, uh, but usually, uh, I grew up in the New York area, New York state and, uh, Boar's Head is just like, uh, which they do now carry in more and more places on the West Coast, is kind of like the standard for luncheon meats. Uh, gluten-free white sandwich bread. Uh, get the gluten out of your wonder, I guess, with this one, or stop wondering about gluten in your sandwich bread. I don't know. I don't eat a lot of sandwiches, so give it a shot. Mexican-style corn salad and quinoa. That sounds pretty good. Uh Ready to go? Yeah, four now. Oh, it's in the freezer. Or no, maybe you make it yourself. Uh, let's see. Healthy moment. Mexican corn. 
Uh, grape tomatoes, kale. Wow. If this is frozen, this is brown rice and quinoa. So you're getting a salad and a grain uh, uh, mixed together, ready to go. That does sound like a pretty good deal. Oh, the Mexican salad, roasted corns in the freezers. Uh, but this is a more enjoyable 14-ounce container, four ninety nine. So that's kind of like a ready-to-go salad. Uh, wine country chicken salad, that's another ready-to-go salad. Here's an ad for their podcast. Uh, uh, wherever you get your podcasts, uh, uh, Trader Joe's podcast. Uh, sea salt, rich cut potato chips. Uh, those are pretty good. Great with hummus. I talk about that. Like, uh, those are two things people don't talk about enough. It's like a rich cut, regular potato chip uh, with a good hummus is delicious. Or a salt and pepper it's a potato chip. Uh, not sure about a vinegar one. I don't know if I tried that, but, uh, Regular potato chips, ridge cutter, even better uh, for being able to move that hummus. It'll change your life. Uh, movie theater popcorn, one ninety nine. Yeah, pre popped, I think maybe. Yeah, pipe. Oh no, you never piping got. Yeah, we we pop, we salt the popcorn, bag it, and send it off to our stores. I I've been making, I make my own popcorn occasionally, and uh, yeah. White corn tortilla chips, uh, five forty nine. Those would be great. Yeah, potato chips and hummus, uh, and even a spicier potato chip. Like they have a couple of spicier potato chips, uh, like a regular run of the mill, non kettle, non ridge cut potato chips. Going to have a hard time uh, being able to get through a hummus, especially a thicker flavored hummus. But for your regular hummus, uh, that's a little bit more. Uh, like a like a oatmeal, it's a really good. So yeah, you get yourself a rich cut this summer and say, hey, well, have some hummus. Uh, it, it it's it tastes pretty good, especially a good hummus. You know that maybe has like a little olive undertone to it. Uh, let's see, we got unsweetened green and white tea with mint. This is a really delicious one. I used to drink this. I would drink this fifty percent with fifty percent black tea for lunch. Uh, for years at my job comes in a gallon jug and it's you know or you could just drink this and it's not as caffeinated as black tea uh but really refreshing really nice if it's cold it is really delicious uh baked cheese crunchies i haven't bought these yet but these are a bit um like cheeto i mean these are trader joe's cheetos uh, but they're baked so this worth giving a try lactose free milk uh we get that at my house all the time, and my daughter, I also drink some of it, um, but she, we get the 2%. They have a whole uh, fat-free and 2%. Chunky, spicy guacamole. Again, if you're trying to prepare dinner in your last minute, uh, that could be a nice uh, add-on if you're trying to prepare something. Like if you're going to Trader Joe's, you get the chili chicken lime patties, a pre-made guac, uh, Maybe some cheese or some sour cream, uh, tortillas or uh, yeah, small tortillas or large ones, and maybe even that black bean, like maybe a black bean salad, but uh, you know, or just black beans or refried beans, and you're good to go. Or you can make add rice as well. Uh, orange peach mango juice. I don't drink a lot of fruit juice anymore. I went off the fruit juice maybe ten years ago. I uh, haven't been back other than apple cider, which Trader Joe's isn't stocking right now, and I didn't stock up on it. 
So the part of me that always says, Scoots, don't buy extra of these because you'll never use them, has really got me because it says, what, what do you have? Like, why, we don't have any cider. And I said, well, cider season will come up again in October. We could count on Trader Joe's to have it. It was a Honeycrisp apple cider, which is much different than a juice. And, yeah, I don't have that. So we'll see what happens. And finally, here we are at the end of our journey here. Uh, Meyer lemon cake mix with lemon icing. I do have this in my cupboard. Uh, I haven't made it yet. Uh, uh, it's a tribute to a classic loaf. Uh, citrusy aroma. Uh, Meyers are sweeter than your standard lemon. And, yeah, it seems pretty good. I have it in my fridge, uh, but I haven't. I mean, my, my cabinet. Uh, then they have Trophy, T-R-O-F-I-E, Trophy Colore Pasta, three-color pasta. And I have made this, um, and it, it, I, I don't, yeah, I guess I have to give my opinion sometimes. I did not find it, uh, it was, it could, this pasta could not decide if it was a fresh pasta or a dried pasta. It's in the dried pasta section, um, but it just didn't um, stand up. Like, if I'm going to buy, use a dried pasta, I, I like the, um, the more whole or grain pastas just cause it's like, okay, then we're getting a little bit extra here. And the fact of the matter was this one, it, it just couldn't, it just, it was, uh, I don't know. It just was not al dente. I don't know. I, I guess maybe it was a cooking method and it would make for a nice, uh, pasta salad, like having those three colors. So I don't but I don't know. I think I undercooked it and then it was rubbery and then I cooked it a little bit more in the sauce, and then it was uh, uh, too mushy. So, yeah, I'm sorry. One ninety nine for a 16-ounce bag. It would make for a nice pasta salad, though, so I, I don't know what to tell you. But, yeah, that's it for the Trader Joe's Fearless Flyer. We have a couple definite buys. We have a couple of things that I'm supposed to test out that I probably won't remember. And, uh, yeah, that's it. Uh, Glad you're here. I want to thank everybody that came to the live stream. Uh, I want to thank Paula and Stacey and Angela. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks and good night. I want to thank Andrea. I want to thank Andrea and Heidi. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks and good night. I want to thank uh, Crystal and Angela. Thank you. Thanks and good night. I want to thank Stephanie. Thank you. Thanks and good night. I want to thank Crystal. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks and good night. I want to thank Maureen. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks and good night. Thank you. Thanks. Thanks everybody for coming to the chat on Patreon that I'm not, that I don't have the communicate ability to communicate with. Uh, I can just shoot over here and they say thank you. Thanks. Thanks and good night. Let's see, Teresa, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Allie, thank you, thanks, and good night. Uh, Christiana, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Amy, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Joan, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. Uh, Charles, thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. That's everybody over on Patreon. You just check here. Uh, Dog's mom. Which is okay. Uh, Josie, thank you, thanks, and good night. C. Steele, thank you, thanks, and good night. 
Marianne D. I think somebody just commented. Thank you, thanks, thanks, and good night. I'd like to thank all the backup batteries. Uh, I'd like to thanks uh, that somehow I, I got this done. <laughs>